Hello and welcome to the 3H2 Humans Mastermind Symposium of Infinite Possibility Radio Show. Each episode, Lynn and Mustachio will explore continuums of meaning, varied perspectives, and thought seeds to place in the garden of the mind. Who knows what will grow? So sit back, stand up, drive or jog, whatever the motion may be, we are here to support each individual's journey to define health, happiness, and a humble perspective during the information era. Enjoy. Greetings! Today is April 27th, 2017, here in Hilliard, where the sun is beginning to rise, the tulips and daffodils have sprouted and opened up, the finches have returned, and a new sense of optimism has been restored. The winter months are a bit tough for me sometimes, (laughs) staying indoors, not feeling the sun on my skin, jogging all bundled up. But there's a time and a place for seasons, emotions, friends, occupations. These things come and go as seasons come and go. In today's episode, season two, episode 15, Leonardo's Adventure Begins, we will be exploring the first season of the 3H2 Humans radio show. This was back when Mustachio and I first began. The recording coming up was the first one (laughs) in this series. During the editing, Mustachio and I talked about the recording and how primitive my speaking skills were. I used several pish posh words. There's a whole rant. which I did not set up nor conclude. I just rambled thoughts. Even though I spoke those words back on March 1st of 2014, three years ago, I didn't remember what I had said. The way I remembered it is yellow zone. It's not tangible or graspable today. It's uh, fluttering and fleeting as memory is. In contrast to that, the recording is an example of pink zone tangibility. It offers that time machine effect where I can go back in time and listen to the words as they were, as opposed to how I remember them. This is a very essential part of reflection and reflection writing, reflection exercises, introspection, understanding oneself. This ability is heightened when there's a snapshot of what used to be, something ping zone. (laughs) Oftentimes us humans, our ego gets in the way and we remember being either more awesome or less awesome than a pink zone example would portray. (laughs) The upcoming episode is not awesome. And I uh, laughed out loud several times during the recording. I laughed out loud. In looking back, I'm proud of where I am today. I have much more confidence in my speaking abilities and the theories of 3H2Humans. When this recording was recorded, I don't think pish posh words even existed. 
It was an idea. I was examining what words signaled a subconscious process. And now I'm able to hear myself speak those pish-posh words. And in examining the information around those words, I do recognize disconnects. I use the word girl. I uh, comment that I'm a girl. And that was before I had the confidence I have now to call myself a woman. (laughs) It's strange how these words work. There's many layers beneath the surface. So Mustachio and I encourage listeners to check out the Pish Posh words. They're on the website. They can be found under radio show and then 3H2 vocabulary. This is a great resource for some of the niche words that are used on the show. It's an explanation of our viewpoint of these words. So check them out, 3H2 vocabulary, the Pish Posh words are there. And listen for when I use them. I use girl, should, actually, try. I've since removed those words. And my ability to relay a message has increased. And my overall ability to speak has increased. So as a listener, pay attention to my voice now. (laughs) It's elegant flow. (laughs) And my concise and digestible and understandable words. (laughs) This has improved dramatically. I'm okay. So Mustachio just points out... I don't refer to myself as an expert. I don't believe in this word. This is a pish-posh word. The reason? It implies a conclusion that someone has learned everything and that's it. I don't believe that within myself. So I do not refer to myself as an expert and I prefer if other people do not refer to me as an expert. I'm an explorer, an adventurer. I recognize in the past That recording was not so great, and now I have improved. But in three years, I will have improved even more. So there's an evolution to knowledge, a learning and growing and expansion of that knowledge, which I feel is hindered by the word expert. So be cautious of someone who calls themselves an expert. Oftentimes, there is um, less of a flexibility to shift with paradigms of the time. For today, the new format, (laughs) we have a listener challenge, Tim's tech tip about how to change a podcast image through WordPress. The game feature is League of Legends, all random, all mid, also known as ARAM. The TV show feature is Amazing Race. This is a show on cable television and it is a reality show. At the end of the show, we will have the recording from March 1st of 2014. This one is entitled, Leonardo's Adventure Begins. On the recording, I will discuss thoughts on Startup Weekend 2013. I wasn't real keen on the format of that event. I had a great time, learned and grew, but it wasn't quite my cup of tea. Number three, I talk about replacing the words good and bad with helpful and harmful. Number four, occupation, exploration, networking event. This is the meat and potatoes of the upcoming 
recording, I was brainstorming ideas on how I could create a learning event similar to Startup Weekend, but more for 3H2 humans, the kind of outliers, the misfits, the ones who don't want a grandstand (laughs) and who aren't about popularity. It's about the substance and about pink zone. That's what the occupation exploration networking event is about. And if anyone is interested in that, please let me know. We might uh, put together a little thing. (laughs) Number five, buy time with a positive outlook. I talk about how consciousness shifts when there's positivity as a part of the equation. Number six, how to encourage introverts in a group setting. And this ties back in with the Startup Weekend event. Most of it was centered around extroversion. It was geared for extroverts. I am thinking of gearing an event towards introverts and how those two events would vary. Number seven, what is networking and how to optimize connections? Traditional networking is not enjoyable for me. Uh, (laughs) People just standing around and telling stories about how awesome they used to be or just nonsense. (laughs) I like deep diving right away, shaking that bridge of truth, examining layers beyond a surface level. And often networking events are geared more towards fluff than substance. And a way to optimize connections is to be in the present moment. Put away the cell phone. Instead of telling stories about the past, talk about right now. What projects are being worked on today? What are thoughts of today? Really focus on the present moment. And number eight, Leonardo rambles about calendar holidays. I was just reading what the calendar said. I was figuring out a date. That's another thing that's important about setting an event is the date. I found out that having an event in winter during the holiday season and a snowstorm in a Gonzaga basketball game when they're undefeated (laughs) is probably not the best time to hold an event. So I go over some of my ideas as to when I plan to schedule the event. Okay, for the listener challenge, this is number 27. Apply critical thought to consciousness each day this week and ask, what is consciousness? Investigate several ideas as answers are likely to vary from source to source. Perform Google searches and chat with friends and family during the ingest stage of critical thought for this question. Next, reflect. What does consciousness mean to me as an individual? One's thought has been given to outside perspectives as well as one's own, modify. Create a new idea of consciousness, which is a combination of thoughts from the ingest and reflect stages of critical thought. Listener challenge number 27. Apply critical thought to consciousness each day this week and ask what is consciousness? So for each day of this listener challenge, ask the question, what is consciousness? Ingest, reflect, and modify. Ingest one opinion of consciousness. (gasps) Oh, spaghetti!
spaghetti just came in to say hello. <laughs> Consciousness is going through a revolution, a renaissance, a chrysalis, caterpillar to butterfly transformation, as it has been for arguably hundreds of years, maybe even thousands of years. Consciousness has been a multi-definitional word. There are some concepts within humanity that are commonly known, but also commonly unknown. Dive in. Perhaps there are people who are kind of irritating as they talk about consciousness. Go to them. (laughs) Sift through. There's some gold there somewhere. So this week is about applying critical thought to consciousness. Ingest, reflect, and modify. Next up, we have Tim's tech tip. My brother has been a huge help with the podcast. Hey, Tim. (laughs) And, uh... One of the complications we've come across was changing the podcast image. I've spoke to a handful of web designers who didn't know how to change it. And Tim had complications changing it. This seems to be more difficult than I would imagine in 2017. I thought I could just go to one spot, click an image, throw the image there and be done. But there are a few steps in the process. We will have a link to this document once I figure out how. (laughs) Or if somebody wants it, email me, leonardo at 3h2humans.org. A new email address, leonardo at 3h2humans.org. So some quick tidbits on how to change the podcast image in iTunes. One of the key elements is to change the photo size. Go to photo either in downloads, folder, or in a regular folder. Then right click on the icon of the picture and move mouse to open with tab and then select paint. In home tab, click on resize button at the top left. Click on button labeled pixels. Change horizontal to 1400 and vertical to 1400. Click OK. Click File and then Save As. Save the file as desired and put in a findable location. Log into Administrator Portal for Website WordPress. Go to PowerPress, Settings, make sure in Advance Mode, then click on Artwork tab. Click on Upload New Image under the iTunes Image section above. Click on Choose File. Find File in the folder and click open or double click to upload. Click on also use as RSS image. The photo on iTunes will change. And the photo uh, for the show has changed and it was a bit of a process. Hopefully Tim's tech tip for today will help any new podcasters out there who are experiencing this complication. We are a group of peers and us as radio show hosts, podcasters, people in the media, we benefit from helping each other. This is the 3H2Humans little uh, change in the bucket. Contribution. (laughs) Okay, for more information on changing a podcast image, 
contact us and we will be happy to help as one of the goals of 3H2Humans is to optimize health, happiness, and a humble perspective. Next up is the game feature, League of Legends, all random, all mid, also known as ARAM. It's a faster version of LOL's Summoner Rift. Practice new champions and fight team fights through randomization. I have recently started playing all random, all mid. I was getting frustrated with the normal game mode, which is Summoner's Rift. That's a much longer, slower version. This one, players start out at level three and have a bunch of gold, and there's no going back to base to either buy or gain health. So there's a few differences. What I like about it, it has a randomization. I'm big on that, and it pushes me to play new characters that I wouldn't normally play. Anyone out there looking for a fun new video game? Check out League of Legends, all random, all mid. The TV show feature for today is Amazing Race. This is a cable TV show. My cousin, <laughs> Matt Ladley, is on the show. For season 29, he is a pro snowboarder, and we spoke about him, gosh, when was that? Not this last winter, but two winters ago, when he had won a gold in X Games for snowboarding. It was neat to watch him <laughs> on a reality show. <laughs> That's pretty cool, and especially because I have the negative stigma that all reality shows are garbage. And having a family member on the show pushed me past my normal comfort zone into watching the show. And it's opened up my thoughts and my mind and my perspectives to reality shows. What I like about this one is that it requires physical strength, teamwork, present moment awareness, cognition, many things in order to play the games. I've only watched a couple shows and uh, on a recent one, Brian and I were watching it and Matt climbed up this huge tower of pallets and then needed to screw in a pallet at the very top of it. And what's so cool and synchronistic is that the adventure took place in Norway. And I've been to Norway twice. And it was so cool to see the fjords, watch the contestants run around Norway and get that sense of happiness that I felt while I was there. And <laughs> Brian commented at how fast Matt went up the Tower of Pallets. He was a beast. <laughs> and he looked over at me and laughed. He said, that's your genes. <laughs> and I thought, yes, this is awesome. It was an enjoyable experience for me to get that positive push and a reminder that Matt is about 10 years younger than me and has accomplished so much in his lifetime. And that's what many people are doing in the younger generations, fulfilling their passions, exploring health, happiness, and a humble perspective, wanting to optimize each area of life. Those are components of the amazing race. So it's, uh, 
it's been a neat uh, <laughs> eye-opening and synchronistic experience to watch a reality show. And I didn't think that would ever happen. Boom! Mind blown. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah. So the announcements. Check out Amazing Race TV show. My cousin is a part of the team, the boys. Gift a review to 3H2 and Leonardo will read it on the air. I'm thinking about changing up the meta with the reviews and I want them to be a masterminding experience. I want to have the reviews mean something. It's not just about gathering a bunch of stars for us. We want honest feedback, preferably hey, here's something great about the show, and hey, here's something to improve. Before we had three of each, and it was way too much. So just a little blurb, hey, this is great. A little blurb, hey, improve this. We would greatly appreciate that. And we'll read it on the air. It'll be a group experience. Flower arrangements will be available soon with limited supply. It's that time of year. I create flower arrangements in spring. It's one of my meditative, artistic, healing, annual things that I do. And the show has not been quite as monetarily prosperous as I had hoped. And I do plan to use the flower arrangements to help supplement income. When people visit the office, that's one of the first things that new people comment is, wow, these flower arrangements are beautiful. Do you make them? They really brighten the room. They are perhaps the best thing about 3H2 humans. (laughs) So we will begin to sell those. If anyone is interested, swing by the office or let me know. We have had a few people interested in purchasing them and in the past they were not for sale. I have not sold them before. I have given them away, donated them to the Lands Council fundraiser, but now we will begin to sell them. If anyone is interested, shoot me an email or come by the office. The Cognitive Discovery game is going under renovations. I was lucky enough to meet with a mentor on Tuesday to discuss the Cognitive Discovery game. This was the first time I had a real sit-down to talk about the game. Sometimes people will give me a little crumb and then tell some story or talk about something completely unrelated. And it seems difficult for me to stay on the subject of the game. How can I improve it? What worked? What questions are there? For me to get another person's pink zone perspective of something I created, that day was very synchronistic for me. (laughs) When I got to work, I was the first one there. I tend to park near the trucks that are drove by the construction workers on the Macy's building, I believe. And sometimes I have to back into a spot or kind of navigate to get my special spot. (laughs) But on Tuesday, I was the first one there and The day started off great. I had pep in my step because I was optimistic. I felt hope and that carried with me throughout the day. And we met at Central Food. That was an old hangout of mine 
back when this original recording was first made. So it was strange. I went back to the Kendall Yards area after three years. I was able to see the physical changes of the area and apply that to the mental changes within myself. How much I have grown since all this 3H2Humans stuff began. And the mentor was a friend of mine back then. We had met at Startup Weekend back when all this stuff was just an idea. And now I had a game, a real game that I created. And I was overcome with joy. (laughs) It was a really awesome day. So I go to Central Food and I'm thinking about, wow, this used to be my hangout and I'm back after all this time. And I looked in the kitchen and I saw a past coworker, a friend that I had worked with at the Hilltop back in Pullman when I was a dishwasher, server, and bartender. And he was always so pleasant and energetic and a joy to be around. So here I am after all this time, after all these experiences, yet some variables are the same. These two people who have been a part of my past have randomly entered the present. (laughs) It was really cool. It was uh, something I needed. And especially because I don't have many friends. I generally keep to myself. But every now and then I click with people. And both of them I clicked with. I was able to be myself. And that was something I need to be aware of and nurture the relationships with people I click with. It was a profound day. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) one of the things I like most about the mentor is he's honest with me. And on the cognitive discovery game, I had a grammatical error. Instead of assess, he said that I put (laughs) asses. (laughs) And he said, what, you think the people who play your game are all just a bunch of asses? (laughs) Oh, and I said, yeah, probably. (laughs) And we were able to joke about it. And that's one of the most wonderful pieces of learning is humor and laughter and recognition of faults. That's how they're corrected through mentorship. And now I have some great ideas on how to upgrade the game. And I'm open to feedback right now. Anyone else who has received the game through the grand opening or just random encounters with me, I would appreciate feedback. So come on down. And gratitude for those who support the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate all the little seeds that I've been given. And Mustachio and I add fertilizer. We trim them, take care of them, and share the fruits with each person we come across. Okay, coming up, Leonardo's Adventure Begins, the first recording of the 3H2 Humans radio show. Mustachio and I would like to wish everyone health, happiness, and a humble perspective. Diligence today equals a thriving community tomorrow. Enjoy.
Brian called, and he is in the new 2013 Ford Edge. And it's got all kinds of neat bells and whistles, a USB port, and uh, all that jazz. And my old Vibe 2006, ironically, has a plug, common electrical outlet plug, which, even though I've had that car for a couple years, I've always found that charming. Okay, so the second day, oh, I was on a tangent about um, my criticism towards Startup Weekend and how it kind of lost its pizzazz. Otherwise, it was an awesome event, but I, not really my cup of tea. I, I had fun and I met people, but I don't want to go to the next one because I don't want to just sit around and wait for the carnival show at the end. I'm not interested in that. I want each minute to be used and quality and of helping myself and helping someone else. Then in my mind, that creates two minutes. So in essence, it's buying time as opposed to wasting time. Okay, so second day. People have overnight to research the other profession. And this is where a lot of the awesome learning comes in. Gosh, I... <laughs> Another thought, I wonder if podcast editors, uh, like machine editors, not human editors, but an algorithm and a program, if it can automatically delete empty space in between speaking, and if that's a good thing or a bad thing, and then again, good and bad, don't exist, if it's helpful or harmful in the speaking process. There, those are two other ways to say good or bad, which are vague terms and nearly useless. Thus, helpful or harmful. So let's try to replace good and bad with helpful and harmful. And then, of course, those is needed to delve in further into the words helpful and harmful and just break it down till the pistachio is opened. Uh, oh, speaking of pistachio, uh, good old mustachio. He's so, hey, mustachio, can you uh, leave the empty space in between the um, podcasts? Yep, yep, he's nodding his head. Okay, all right. Seems like it's a doer. All right. <laughs> so, um, it's helpful for the folks to research another position rather than blindly go off the stigmas in their own heads to dedicate one day to learning what someone else's profession is and looking at both sides of it. So... Now I'm thinking as a form of guidance and helping someone, maybe they could each come up with three positives which they like about the job, uh, find enjoyable, uh, beneficial to society themselves, positive aspects, and then negative aspects of the job. Yeah, okay, so I think that's cool. So that'll kind of go in the information pool for the class is what the negatives and positives were of each position. And then on the final day, the person who actually is in the position speaks of their position. Uh, how that's gonna be arranged, I'm not exactly sure yet. I don't want it to be grandstanding and competition-based or any of that, that's garbage. This is not a competition, it's people who want to come together to just learn and have fun. If a person prefers like an award or a trophy or a tweet that you're awesome, I will 
well, I won't tweet you're awesome, but I'm sure if you ask someone, they will do that. But this is not probably the event for you. I would recommend uh, Startup Weekend for that. Again, Startup Weekend, great event, lots of fun. And if someone wants to win prizes, and I say go, go have fun. But this is not that. This is no winners, no losers. Well, I would consider everyone a winner. All adventurers in the group, they adventured, tried something. That's a win in my book. Okay, so first day, everyone speaks of their own profession. Second day, somebody pretends they are someone of a profession. So let's say I randomly was selected to be an archaeologist. Then I would research what it is to be an archaeologist and then pretend and even dress up. Oh, that would be fun. No, then people would spend too much time on the costumes. Oh, but then they might get into it more. I don't know. That's, that's a sticky area. That could absolutely go one way or the other. Either take up too much time, people would simply only focus on the outfit, or uh, being physical and building something may help the mind to absorb the information. So if someone were a channeler or something like that, weird, yeah, that would be a good route. Just dress up like the person and just, like, be the person. Um, otherwise, probably not. So in, in the beginnings, like, we won't take it that far. Let's, let's not blow it out of proportion. That may be kind of difficult. I hope I'm not just beating myself up, but... Uh, for someone to pretend they are another occupation. Yeah, that could work. Hmm. And then where to host the event. Okay, first day. People present what profession they have. Second day. People pretend they are a profession which they are randomly selected to do. Yeah, now I'm thinking if three days is better or over three weeks. Yeah, I think just screw it. Three-day event, bam. So on the second day, the people who are the, the profession which they're learning, will do three positives, three negatives of the position. And then on the last day, the person who actually is that profession speaks to those three assessments. Awesome. And then hopefully this adventure will be fun and I, everyone will learn, meet new contacts. And you know, I'm not a big fan of certain words such as like networking and whatnot but screw it I think this is this would work this is networking oh and on the final day the people bring something which they created some form of art or intellectual property something some sort of creative expression which they find joyful uh, there will be a silent auction at the end and it will benefit a local nonprofit. Yeah, and that's where I'm not quite sure which nonprofit. The UGM is big around here, uh, Union Gospel Mission. That's where Brian and I donated the annual birthday food. Each year on my birthday, I like to, well, Brian and I, we go to the store and we buy about $200 of food and then donate it. And I think if everyone did that on their birthdays, if they let it not only be about themselves, but to be about others, to give, the gifts received are that much better. Yeah, today is a gift. 
and the uh, 3H2 networking event will... I'm so nervous about this, but I gotta do it. Out of necessity. It's time. Gotta grab myself by the balls, because I uh, don't want to be that girl sitting at Startup Weekend, wishing for more, having a vision of something magnificent and beneficial for people rather than just to make a buck. It's about human capital, not about paper capital. Or, as Rhett says, money is not paper. It's of another composition of elements. This is about human capital to create the human connection, which I strive for. And in speaking with folks, many folks strive for this as well. Mary on the street spoke with her while jogging, tears in her eyes. Her main message, she wants friends. She wants someone to talk to. Prior to that, a bunch of other words, words of nonsense. But I was able to figure out what it was, what she was really saying, because I can tell. When I speak to people, if it's what they're really saying or if it's just a bunch of bullshit covering up some other emotion. And that's very frequent in speaking with people. And perhaps that's one of the reasons why I keep to myself. It's so hard to not say something and want to help the person work through. And, and some do. And those experiences are magnificent. But those folks that are resistant to even listening to a viewpoint which is slightly intimidating just bores me. So, this is about giving, about making a human connection, about <laughs> time travel, <laughs> or buying time. That's essentially what we all want, is to buy time. This event will buy time because in each minute spent, the self earns positive emotions, and also in that minute, positive emotions are gifted to another. So that's two units of positive emotion per one minute. That's pretty badass. I call that quite a deal. And I'm very excited. I, uh, I think in this journey, the main thing for me to remember is the discomfort I felt seeing that girl at Startup Weekend just miserable. And that just broke my heart. And I think something, an event such as this will be beneficial. Oh my gosh, that's right. The tangent, where this all came from. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, people bring their art the last day and auction it off. So to avoid what happened to that girl, everyone will have a piece of them outwardly expressed. And it's not a 30-second pitch, oh, you're really trying to win this one guy's thing, and that's what I don't like. Are judges, a panel of judges, are you shitting me? That's the most biased group of people ever. I mean, they listen to pitches all the time. This is, and it's tuning into what they want rather than the group mentality, you know? I, no, no judges here. Nope. Um, no pitching. None of that. Just fun. Adventuring. So each person has their idea essentially out. So everyone's idea is shared. So that quiet person who doesn't want a grandstand, who has a brilliant idea, can express it. So everyone gets to express an idea, and everyone gives, gets feedback on their ideas and gives feedback. It's, 
in my opinion, the true essence of a networking event. That's what networking is. It's not just sitting in a bar, sliding a, car, a card over, and a card. I don't know, Boston just kicked in a card. <laughs> Slide me the card. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so networking isn't just sliding over a card. It's actually speaking to someone, listening to what they say, and then offering a piece of oneself. That's a conversation there where there's an exchange. Yeah, so this is a true networking event. I'm thinking of to hold it at a community center or a church or like a restaurant. Ooh, maybe a restaurant. If a restaurant sponsored it, the restaurant would make money. And then the people, if they ate prior to the event, cool. No cost variation. If they didn't eat, then they can eat. If they would like wine or cocktails, I think all of that should be available. I want to express comfort so that each person is comfortable and there are varying environments of comfort and sitting in a gymnasium on folding chairs with a cooler of punch probably isn't the best way to offer uh, individualized comfort, especially in the business world. Folks that are used to fancy things. Yeah. All right. So here's the event. And um, I think March is too soon. All right. It's time to pick a date. Here we go. Okay. So today is... Holy shit. Saturday, March 1st, St. David's Day. What is St. David's Day? This calendar has so much stuff on it. It's a UK and Australia and New Zealand calendar. International Women's Day is on the 8th. Purim begins at sundown. Purim, not quite sure what that is. St. Patty's Day, we don't know that one. First day of spring, nice. Feast of the Annuity. I gotta learn what all this stuff is. All right, so, March. And then we have April. And my folks are coming this month. Ooh, tax day. Ooh, after tax day. Everybody's happy after tax day. And it's Administrative Professionals Day on the 23rd. Earth Day. Holy shit. Last day of Passover. Damn. April 22nd. I'm kind of feeling that. Um, it's on Earth Day and last day of Passover. Easter Monday. What the hell's Easter Monday? Oh, so then after Easter? I kind of like that. It's on Earth Day. Maybe we can do... Um, for the nonprofit, which benefits some sort of Earth Day type thing. I'm really big into fresh fruits and vegetables. I'm a uh, vegetarian. Not really digging processed foods lately at all. So I've been eating clean, healthy fruits and vegetables morning, like vegan, hypoallergenic, no whey, no gluten, like just raw some shit and drink that and then eat fruit and then have raw vegetables for lunch and then kind of whatever from there but healthy eating definitely important okay so i think we do have the date of april 22nd earth day that's right that's why i came back here and i don't know why i'm holding the phone up and this is the first recording i've done
So I'm very excited to not be a giant sassafras anymore and really start doing shit. And I hope these events will help others to do the same. So I have put a big square around April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Those are going to be the days if I can pay startup weekend and dedicate my time to that, why can't I do this? That's kind of the question and the challenge I'm proposing myself now is am I strong enough to put aside the fears that come along with organizing an event? Am I good enough? All these things. And thoughts, vision paths just flash before my eyes of success and failure all at one time. And I get to choose if I want success or failure. I'm gonna go with success, so fuck it. Uh, let's do this. 